This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. Please support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Podcasting since 2008, this is the show where we're broadcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective, and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. This is your weekly guide to find and joy, acceptance, and inclusion. I shudder thinking how the world can be so Coming up on part one of our Unified at Work podcast original series, tune in for an extraordinary conversation with Daniel Mukowski at Unified Employment, taking off at United Airlines in global partnership with Special Olympics. That's right. This week, we are premiering our new podcast original series. Welcome to the Special Chronicles show number 361. I'm Angela, taking over as your hostess. And Daniel will be my guest of honor. Our guest in part one, the podcast celebrity with global <laughs> following, is Daniel himself, Mikorski. Mikorski. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Daniel, it is so nice to have you here. Very, very nice. Let's, um, well, yeah, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm glad to um, be here. Thank you for having me on. My show. Your show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome. Welcome. So, Daniel, why don't we start a little bit with you. How about your, give me a quick summary, backstory. Where were you born? Where did you go to school? Well, I'm glad you asked. Good question. Um, (laughs) um, Well, a lot of our longtime listeners probably already know a lot of my backstory. But um, for our new listeners, um, because I'm sure... Um, we, we probably have a lot of new listeners. Um, I'm sure many of our new listeners from United, um, and, and, um, even who knows, some from social Olympics might be new as well. Um, or just new overall, uh, people who just come across this, this series, original series. Um, and so my back story, um, well, uh, if you, um, missed seeing me on Fox 32 news, Chicago, <laughs> Or on ABC 7 in 2015 or CBS 2 Chicago in 2012. <laughs> okay, now I'm just... Boy, you've, you've definitely got a, a plethora of accolades in your back pocket, don't TV you? TV appearances, yeah. So, um, I, so, I'll take you back to 31 years ago in Long Beach, California. I was born three and a third months premature... And diagnosed with learning disabilities and a severe language disorder and developmental and developmental delays, and so and so I, I've I've had a lot of develop, developmental challenges and even the doctors had recommended slash advised my parents to uh, to uh, 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 boat me when I was born because I was. In utero, so they they did they did give that option to your parents, yeah, and your parents chose not to. Yes, so so being born with some some disabilities, I'm sure that was a challenge for you as just a young child, an infant child growing up. Yeah. Where did you go to um, high school? I'm just curious. So I went to Westmont High School, um, and so uh, but. So I only lived in Southern California for first four years of my life, and then we moved here to the Chicago suburbs when I was full. And so, um, and then I went to a this special ed early childhood program when I was very little, like five, six, seven, and and the and went to this preschool kindergarten for two years at this private Catholic parish school um and then in third grade i transition i 
then I moved to, for fourth and fifth grade, to the public school because they had more support services for me. Um, right. And then, I, and then I went to the junior high and um, high school and, and lots of experience if lots of experience of being um, bullied and, and stuff that I won't get into on this program. If people want to hear two particular right painful stories of that, they can listen to our spread the word to inclusion simulcast from the beginning of okay. March. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, high school, Westmont high school, uh, tons of fa- Fantastic special ed teachers, uh, including mm-hmm. I, I, after I graduated from college, Roosevelt University, I went back to my high school, interviewed one of my longtime case managers, and the, really? title, the title of that episode, in addition to be titled Special Education Support, the other title of that episode is called Dan's Dip Cup Pants Story. Dip Cup, we phone to like the ranch dressing, you know, in the lunch, you know, like yeah. in the um, cafeteria at lunch yeah because uh, like that was one of our jobs in our vocational education class and so one time i spilled i won't get into the whole story now but i um so you you have, you have to go find that episode on specialchronicles.com and listen to that um but i spilled a whole bunch of ranch dip cup all over my pants and so we kind of recap we kind of we we count that story on that episode um, which was supposed to be for a book that I'm writing of my story that I'm putting it on hold. Um, I've got it okay. <laughs> in my desk here. But so, Dan, so we are able to hear about the dip cup story on the special chronicles. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Let's move forward. So yeah. when did you become a part of, um, getting involved with special Olympics? That so was I- about 13 years ago, I think, 13, 15 years ago when I started high school. Um, back okay. when I had, um, well, so this is just audio. You can see me on FaceTime, but I'll listen so to that a lot. I had a lot more hair back then. You had hair. Yes. Okay, Daniel. You still have some. You still have handsome chef that you Good. are. So now we're going to fast forward. We're going to kind of hit a couple bumps and just move forward a little bit more. Tell me about how you heard about um, the job shadow at United Airlines. Well, um Back when they had the first, uh, about a, a year ago, can we say, yeah, a year ago, when they had the first job shadow, I was actually so busy because I had, it was the beginning of my first year as a Southern Tribal International Global Messenger, one of 10 athlete leaders from across the globe. And so I, I had the that training, I had the, I'm also an athlete board member, and so I had the, I, had the, I was up in Galena at the Winter Games, and, and, and uh, by the way, I was also competed in swimming and basketball and and i was doing the the super plunge plunging 24 times in 24 hours a year ago at the at the that was all on the same time as the first job shadow so i couldn't go to the first one but i went to the second one which was the week after our interview um and so um Karen, so you interviewed you let me i'm sorry you interviewed for a position at united airlines before you even job shadowed yes did you have any knowledge about what the job entailed and what the duties were? Yes. So, so Karen Milligan from Special Olympics Illinois had love Karen. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, she's awesome. Um, uh, traveled with her and Dave Breen to Dublin last October. Uh, but yeah, so Karen actually talked to me on the phone. She actually told me about Dublin and this United opportunity uh, at the same time on the phone, and she. E- emailed me the job description at I think two different versions of the job description, a, a draft and then the final version as well. Um, and so, yeah, so Karen talked to me about it and told me about the job description and um, kind of told me, you know, what it would entail. Um, so, yes. So you went in and you still said, okay, that sounds interesting. I would love to work for a yeah. major airline. Yeah. So you went into the interview pretty much kind of blind, not really blind. sure. And yeah. Not having the opportunity yeah. to do the job channel yeah. like some of the other guys. Yeah. Now, everybody was super nice. It's such a family supportive from from you to Steve, Jonna, Wick, and um, I, I don't want to miss any. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm missing. Yeah, you know what? There's so many people. Yeah. And don't worry. We can do shout outs. There's, there are shout a lot outs. of key yeah. people. Yeah. And, and, and so everybody was so nice. And so like that was like one of the top 
reasons of what but very inviting in, made you feel may, comfortable. Yes. Yeah. And so, but at the same time, I was still hesitant about the new job. And well, uh, yeah, I, I can understand that. I can't, but you, you have so many accolades. You've, but you've done interviews, you've been on television, you give speeches in front of hundreds of people. And podcasts. And, now you're just, and podcasts, and you interview blindly, and well, you knocked it out of the ballpark. Yeah, well, and, and the funny thing is, I mean, I'm I'm sure you, you'll probably get to the, ask me about the interview, but can it, can I just say that doing the interview, um, it, like, I forgot, I think it was Caroline, someone that interviewed me. The same, mm-hmm. same name as my sister, but, um, <laughs> but like <laughs> she, she sat in John's office on an, an exercise ball, which, you know, how many times are you interviewed? Very, very relaxed setting, wasn't it? Yes. And so, um, I'm just surprised she didn't ask me to sit on the exercise ball. Hey, maybe oh, that that's what they should do in the future. Just have, the, <laughs> have, uh, have everybody sit on an exercise ball. I mean, it's an icebreaker. Yeah. And so she, you know, because Keo and Milken had sent us a list of questions to repair. So, like, I was, I was all like, all worried about like I, I was waiting on all the answers. I was going over with my dad and with my mom and just waiting. You know, you know, and and, and, and you know, as you would be. And like, we didn't know that it was only going to be the four of us going in for the interview. And so, the the when I when when I went in and she started asking me the questions and she also printed out my resume on there. And like after a while, she just didn't even, she asked like one or two of the questions and then she just put the questions aside and then just started talking to me. And my dad, my dad talked like a regular conversation yeah, with a friend and my dad talked. Yeah. Kind of like what we're doing now on, on this, on this program. Right. right. And so my dad talked a, a little bit and I asked him questions, but like, it was like, he was like, you have it if you want it. And so, wow. I mean, wow. that never witty, that never happened in an interview before. And this, and then when we started learning about more about this program, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was really amazing. And so we went in and we, and but like, when they took us, you know, through security, took you know, get our badge, and we went down. To, there was like a woman's and something aviation thing, and like all this. Like I was asking uh, Sandy from H H R, um, and mm-hmm. like I was <laughs> all, all this time I was asking, so what is this job going to be? What is like what, what are we going to be doing? This is all right, the, right. after the interview, and and then when we went in and got our ID badges, and then we went in for the drug testing and. Um, Lauren and Kyle and Z, all they they're drug testing. You know where you have to pee in a cup. Wait, can, can I say this? We have kids listening. Can I say this? Yeah, okay. It's, uh, it's a drug test. It's a drug test. A yeah, test. yeah, a, a test. um yeah. urine test. And so like they all went like they, they they were in and out. But for me, it took like with Kyle and Milligan, like we jokingly said, oh, you know, you, you it it it's how to go on 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 command, and so. Okay, for me, it was like, I, I went, I, it took me like, I don't know, three, it took me an hour or two to go Well, sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens. You yeah. know, that's that you had a lot going on that day. And yeah. I think it was probably very overwhelming to think that it was. you were working for, now you were just offered a position to work for one of the world's largest airlines. Yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah, and, it is. And you're, you're one of the four original employees hired uh with the global partnership with special olympics illinois and united airlines special olympics it is it, it does mean a lot yeah and special olympics international right because it's international it, yeah me. so um yeah yeah it does mean a lot and i mean we've in the uniforms are co-branded which we didn't know that going into it and so there's a lot oh yeah there's a lot like with with them not having a playbook and not having a training program, like there's a lot riding on us to. There is. Which is different than like you and the other customer service, the other CSRs where, you know, 
you know, they hire you guys all the time, but like for us, like there's a lot. You are brand new. If I was Andy Cohen on Bravo TV, I'd be saying you're one of the OCs, original cast members. Yeah. That's, um, but, but that's an honor. And, and, you know, I think everybody has to start somewhere and it's a learn as you go, um, mm. kind of thing. And I don't, I, I don't know, um, what the whole process behind everything with the managers and the hiring staff was, but I'm just thrilled to have yeah. you and Z and Kyle and Lauren on board. I'm yeah. just so happy to have you as a brother. And we are a big family. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And, and, well, I I, I I hope to get into more of that in the second part of our ten-part series later this Absolutely. year um, with with some of like the top leadership at United and, and even Special Olympics because I think we should have a fair balance between both sides. Absolutely, of, um, I agree. So, so let's move ahead with this. So, so being oh, hired, you yeah. Oh, oh um, in about five minutes, we should take a take a sponsor break. Four minutes. Um, so moving along, you accept the position, mm -hmm. you go through, you go to headquarters, you meet everybody in headquarters. They give you a, you know, kind of a, a nickel tour, if you will. Well, yeah, we, we, had, well, we, we uh, October 28th, 2019, we first had the interview at O'Hill with Steve. Right, where you were badged. Bad. Correct. Yeah. I, I feel like we were badged two times. Like there was you one badge, there was one badge yeah. doing the one picture we had, we had doing the interview and then one on orientation day, which I don't even know what that first badge was for doing the interview it was for something. There's usually two badges that you get. So <clears throat> you were badged, got a nickel tour of yeah. the airport. So it's yeah. pretty, pr I would imagine it was a little overwhelming. It was, it was very overwhelming uh, to be completely honest with. And I mean, I mean, yeah, just yeah. To be completely honest with our listeners, and now that we're what four months into the job, it yeah, it was really overwhelming. Um, <laughs> at that point, at that did point, did you ever during the day, um, that first day at O'Hare, as you were going through the hiring process and getting badged and everything, did you ever once think for a second, "Oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm getting myself into," or were you ready? Yes, I was like, yeah, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And even a month, even within the next month or two or three, when I came came home, I was I was like, what am I getting myself into? What is like, what, what, in, what, is, what, what did I what, what did you sign up for? What did I sign up for and apply for and, exactly. and all of that? And, um, but now I'm like four months into the now, I'm like, this is unique. This is new. This is groundbreaking. This is this. I feel for so many other special Olympics athletes and others with ID with intellectual disabilities. It, if other people have this job, whether it's at United or another company with with full time benefits, we might not. Then they they might not have to be on the government benefits on the SSI because I'm sure it will probably be better than what they could be. So on. do you think? I'm, so I'm and I mean as as one angle of it, but then another angle, it it gives us so many other opportunities to grow in jobs that at least when I was in high school and I'm, I'm sure Lauren and Kyle and Deacon probably agree, but like at least when I was in high school, the jobs that I was special, that my special ed teachers prepared us for isn't like this. This is it's such, not realistic to what's really out there in the world right no, now. No, it's not. And yeah. that's what I, I think is so amazing about this job and, and this program is, is, is so You can do it fun. and you're doing it yeah. and you're paving the way for more athletes to come through and join our United at United. And so United family. It, we are a family. You yeah. are a part of our United family. We yeah. are brother and sister. 
Um, it's a wonderful thing. And I think you've got to be very proud of yourself and, you know, you're going to be setting the tone for kids to come through. You're going to be setting the example. You're going to be, you will be the teacher at this point. You won't be the follower. You won't be the one who is being taught. You will be the teacher. Yeah. And, and when we talk about all athlete leadership in special Olympics and like, this is me and Loan and Kyle and Z, like this is this is true leadership. This is taking our leadership, our athlete leadership, to a whole new level. It sure is. Than what anybody can, you know, can, can, yeah. And for someone to say that we were just given the job, that's not true. Like we, like I, I owned it and it like, you know, it, it's, I own the right to be, to be working alongside. To be where you are. Right yeah. Now. And to be working alongside Unified, it hunts the title of all, uh, all right. series. All Unified right. at work. Like, like this is what the inclusion, this is what the inclusion evolution is all about. Right. Exactly. So now let me, let me ask you this question about a week of employment at United Airlines, you were ending up, you were speaking to over 600 employees <laughs> from, a, that plane from a, a, around the world. Yeah. From around the world. We had, um, asked, well, United employees yeah. pulling aircraft and you got up to speak to everyone. How was that? I was, I was actually, I've got to be, tell, I got to be honest with you. You have video. I was, you have video, I, yeah, video of video, it. I, well, and so uh, it's 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 on my subscribers of my SSI GM journal exclusive email list. Got to see it, and may, maybe we'll try it now that we're on this podcast. Maybe we'll try to include a link to that video in the show notes. Um, yeah, so people can can watch it. But um, so, you ask me what it was like. Well, no. What I what, what I kind of want to ask you is, you've only really been on the job for a week. So you were just <laughs> yes. wet behind the ears. You yeah. are a baby. And, but, and people were asking us, "So, how do you like looking you?" <laughs> well, I, you know, it's, you only haven't really a, even, it's only been a week, <laughs> right? Right. But to see you speak, uh, this is the first time that I had ever seen you speak publicly, mm-hmm. and that's what you're used to. That's your norm. That's Daniel's norm. You are a great public speaker, and you seem Thank to you. be very, very good at what you do. But being this lost little brand new, you were like a freshman at United, brand new freshman yeah. in high school. And then all of a sudden you get up and you just talk to everybody. It was like flipping a coin, the Daniel coin. We went from, I'm a brand new employee and don't really know what I'm doing and not really sure this is where I want to go. But let me just get up and talk to you about what I know. Let me school you and, and educate you. And that's exactly what you did. And you just blew us away. Thank you. Blew yeah. us away. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And what people kind of, also kind of going back to my story, which we touched on some of the highlights at the top of the show. Um, I'm looking at the time, we'll pass our break, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to the break after this. What people don't know about my story is communication is my biggest struggle, but it's also my, my biggest passion. And what I, mean by that is that I always have had a fear of public speaking because of this LD and developmental delays and severe language disorder. A lot of times people, and even today, I mean, people still don't totally understand me. And so, and it's even hard for me to process information where it's like, where it's like, you might not see it, but like it's hard for me to. It takes me longer to process information and, okay. to, and and to get words out, and and so to be to be able to be, go up on that stage when we after we you know just flew. I'm I'm using air quotes. We flew in on the special Olympics fiftieth plane, meaning we witty taxied from one part of the Houston airport. Well, we were, yeah, that was kind of a big deal though. Yeah. That was a very big deal. That was, that was the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Because you are the original four. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're the original. So yeah, they are. We should keep reminding our listeners that that we are the original. You are the original four. UFO, and so yeah, it was an amazing experience. I mean, I was, I was going over like, I think I wrote my my speech maybe a week before, a few days before. No, wait, now I'm thinking about it. A week before, so you know, so I I gave I gave myself you know time to prepare, and even when we were. On the plane going down to Houston, when we were at the hotel, I was the after the dinner, you know, and stuff. You know, I was up. You know, I I did get sleep, but like I was up. You know, we know the speech over and over and over again. And even that morning, you know, after we had breakfast and we were waiting for our police escort, which we'll, we'll, we we should tell all this. We should get to that in a minute. Yeah, and so. I was going over my speech over and over and over again. And that's what, as, as a public speaker of speaking to, you know, that was over 600 people, but I, I spoke in to groups of over 800 before as well. So right. speaking to, you know, to hundreds and hundreds of audiences for the past 12 years now, I, I still tell people that, you still need to take your time, pause when you speak, but also prepare and practice and go over your speech over and over and over again. You can still add stuff, you know, when you get on stage. Right. But, like, that is, I think, and the fact that I also spoke from my heart. Like, the speech that I wrote was from my heart. And I think that was the message that really um, soaked in. We, each and every employee that stood there and listened to you, you could hear a pin drop. Nobody, everybody was so focused on you, but it was genuine. Like you said, from the heart, we took every last drop that you had to pour and give. Yeah. So that was a beautiful thing. You know what? Let's take a quick break for our sponsor. Yeah. A sponsor and a PSA for the inclusion revolution. So you do you want to say you're listening to the, the special chronicle show and we'll, we'll be back after. <laughs> so I am. Oh, wait, no, well, I mean, we are listening to the special chronicle show. Oh, unified I work. Unified I don't. So I don't. I I I probably should have scripted some more stuff out for you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, do you just want me to say it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you are listening to the Special Chronicles show, and on our uh, on our uh, unified at work a uh, podcast original series with your hostess Angela. We'll be right back on. We'll, we'll, we'll be right back on SpecialChronicles.com. This episode is brought to you by the Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comrade is polling lives and Wadey is polling us here at Special Chronicles. Learn more at SpecialChronicles.com slash Comrade. That's SpecialChronicles.com slash Comrade. We thank Comrade for the general support of Special Chronicles. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality. 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 Dignity. 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 And the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. Hi, it's Angela here. Welcome back to our uh, podcast, our special chronicle show. Once again, my name is Angela, and I'm taking over for Daniel. Daniel and, is my and this, guest. And this is the so Unified at Work. Unified yes, at Work podcast original series. Thank you, Daniel. I'm sorry. See, that's, you know what? When you when you step in for someone, sometimes we need to have a little guidance. And thank God you're here with me. But I'm also um, the Daniel. I'm also the producer, right? Well, yes, it does help that you are the producer. It really does. <laughs> so, so we were just talking about your um, public speaking at the um, plane pole in Houston, and you know, you said fun, that, that was fun uh, experience. Yeah, that was and and we and we we were getting some video too, and I probably should have should have 
<laughs> Natalia's gonna hate me for it, but I, I never actually edited video from that. I I got some good video, but I just never. That's okay. We can listen. There's always a future, right? There's always so next year. There's always next year. Exactly. So I have. I want to kind of jump forward because I do have quite a list of, of questions, and I just want to kind of get into. Did you? We we teased our listeners about the um, police escort in Houston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was. So that was a very interesting. So all the athletes had to be bused to the airport and had to have police escort. But it wasn't just a regular police escort. They shut the entire expressways, freeways down to put our 15 buses through. And I felt like a celebrity. If I had a yes. talent, I would have said I was a celebrity. But unfortunately, I don't. So, and I am I, a I am a celebrity. Well, we had <laughs> we had the 04 there, the original four. Yeah. So, so that's why. Were, that's why were, yeah. we all. You were, we yeah, all. Yeah, all four yeah. of us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, even like... <laughs> I mean, those even like uh, maybe one or two United employees from other airports when they were um, in town for the backstage, they even came up to me and said, "I know you." <laughs> oh, they remember you from Houston. Uh, either that, or they they saw a picture of the four of us uh, on a oh, from some, on a board on a poster board or something. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you are you are a celebrity. You are <laughs> a podcast celebrity with a global following. There you yes you do yes with a global following <laughs> hashtag global following. So let me just kind of jump forward yeah. I, I, and and get a little serious. I'm yeah. just curious. What what do you feel? What I want to hear in your words. What you think about the global partnership between Special Olympics and United Airlines? Where do you want to see this to go? What would what can you do to see it move forward? Well, um, what do I want to see? That's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you thought of that question. <laughs> I come up with good ones. <laughs> Your producer didn't come up with that. <laughs> but I mean, where, yeah, where yeah. would you like to see? Where would I like to see? The, yeah, this global. Um, well, I would love to, um, in talking with some of my fellow athletes, um, I would love to see United hire more athletes. Um, yes, of course, there's more athletes in Illinois that I'm sure would love a job uh, at Ohio, um, at ORD in, in Chicago. But I would also love to see it in other airports, in Houston or New York or Denver or D.C. or LAX or uh, San Francisco or London or um, anywhere really. Can we mention China? <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't mention them. That might be a hot topic. Um, and so, <laughs> hey, but not even the not even the major hubs. I'm sure. I mean, of course, in the major hubs. But I would also like to see. And I don't know if this is possible, but I would also like to see athletes in any even some of the smaller airports if that's possible um and which, if it is possible any, anything's I'm, possible and also you asked about this program i would like to see us not just um and i know there are some restrictions with the with 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 the union with that you right. guys are in but that being aside i would love to see us um there are so many different job opportunities in United. So I would love to see this as us as a service ambassador, as a foundation, but I would love to see us grow into other areas, whether it's um, as an agent or whether it's as a pilot or flight attendant or whether it's at Willis as a staff writer or, or marketing or whatever. What like whatever. I would love to, for us to ha be able to have these opportunities to grow beyond just um, not right away, of course, um, because but I think that this job for us gives us a good idea of the whole company and being able to interact with, with people. And I mean, if, if, if as, as a service investor, if this was all an athlete wanted to, to do for the whole career at United, then I would say, yeah, 
um, right. you know, keep them there. But I think there are myself and so many other special Olympics athletes could go into other areas within United. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And I think that, you know, this is groundbreaking um, moments in life, in your life. And, and there might be some younger Special Olympic athletes in Illinois that listen to your podcast or know you or have seen you speak and say, wow, I want to be like Daniel someday. And I want to do what Daniel does. I want to work at the airport. So it's, you're leading and you are definitely leading by example that anything can happen. Cause I don't think a year ago, two years ago, you'd ever think that you'd be working for a major airline. No. And, but speaking of that, can I just show a brief kind of some, it's, I never thought I would, but five years ago when my dad and I, when we moved to where, where I'm sitting right now in this studio, um, which is just, on, I don't want to give too much away of, of my location, but I'll just, without giving too much away, I'll just, cause I don't want, I don't want nothing against you listeners. I don't want the listeners to be. <laughs> you don't need your fans bombarding you when you get home from work at night. No, no. Um, I love the listeners. I love my fans, but I just. Yeah, sometimes I need, we I need, need to keep things. Sometimes private. we need to have a private life. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that could go in so many different angles there. Oh, it's sure can, Daniel. But let's <laughs> but, stick but to let's, what you were going to tell. So, what I was going to tell you was, um, so when we moved here, in, like directly down the down the street of where I live, I mean, yes, it takes an hour and fifteen minutes, but down the street, it goes directly to O'Hare Airport, like. And so, you know where I live, but yes, so without giving too much away. Um, and so I told my dad and my mom and my sisters and my brother-in-law, my, my now brother-in-law, I told them all that, hey, with us moving here, we live so close to, to the airport. I could hop on the bus and I could be at the airport. You did not say that. Yes, I did. And no and, and And they said... This this adds a little bit to the story, right? So this, and 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 they were saying, so you're gonna go travel, you you you're gonna go travel, and you know, not thinking, you know, I mean, yes, I've traveled to a, a few places since we moved here, since before I had the, the this job, um, but yeah, even with saying that, I even with saying that, I never thought that I would be look where I am right now with looking at United and at Ohio. And so I think is with that statement of what I, I just said, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's without being too religious, but that that's God's plan that was- of giving me to be one of the original. The old, one UA4, of the original. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, so Isn't that amazing on how. What do you think of, of of that story of what I said, like when we we moved here five years ago? That I and that you said something like that. I mean, it's just funny how you can take a step back and look at the big picture and say, "Wow!" So my parents found this place to live, and ironically, a block away is where I can pick up public transportation to get to the airport. Not even that that was God's plan for you, and you yeah. know what? It was a great laid plan by God. Well done, God. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. So can we just give an applause? To, to <laughs> yes. All there right. Well, well, you know yeah. what? Um, I, I want to, I want to ask you kind of a little bit more personal question with everything that we've been discussing this evening. Since you've had this job at United, mm-hmm. how has your confidence level, has it been boosted? How do you feel about yourself? About my has se- anything changed? Myself at, at work or just overall? Just you as, as a young man. I mean, how has this changed your life? Are you more confident? It, Are you more, do you stand taller? Do you, what, tell me how you feel. So I, how this has changed you. I feel a lot more Boy, you're, you're adding questions that the producer didn't even <laughs> put in the notes. Um, <laughs> so, but I, I'm curious. But yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. Our listeners would like to know. No, too. Yeah, too. yeah, it's yeah. So, 
Um, ever since I started at United four months ago, it's really given me so much confidence to be able to be more independent. I mean, that's like, that's one of the things that I, that's one of the things that I told my parents and even my sisters that I want to be more independent. And by being able to get to work by myself and to be able to just be you're self-reliant on only you. Yeah. You don't have to rely on anybody to get yourself and, to work. And to be to be able to it it's it's so gratifying and, and empowering to be able to have an opportunity that so many of us with intellectual disabilities, so many of us with disabilities don't have this opportunity to be inclusively employed that it's I it it's really built a lot of confidence. It's also given me a lot of courage to because it's not I mean yes it's a fun and sometimes easy job like on a day when you have an afternoon of three thousand people coming into the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I say that? Yeah. And so, um, uh, yeah, you can. I, I think with what's going on in today's world, yes, people would understand that. that. Yeah. And so with that, it's, 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 it's given me a lot of courage and, 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 um, and to be able to interact with people from all across the globe and something that, Oh, President CEO of Special Olympics Illinois, Dave Breen, said when I interviewed him in Dublin, he said what he lo- lo- loves, what, what he appreciates, and I, I'm paraphrasing here, but what he pre- appreciates us athletes like myself to that we do is that we show, when we're met with anger, we show love. And that's what I do. Like, as you know, there's a lot of, I mean, I, lo- I love our customers at United and, and, and travels. And I don't want to say anything bad, but as, and I, I'm sure people can probably figure it out, figure it out. There's going to be angry customers that's going to fly with you. I, I think it's not just angry customers. I think travel does, any kind of travel yeah. is very stressful to begin with. And, and most of the general public, they don't travel on a consistent basis. So they're out of their norm, their element. This is out of their comfort zone. Yeah. So that's where you come in and provide that security. Yeah. And and so that's what I try to, like, you had the kind of going, going back to the question that you asked me about how this has changed you. Changed and, me. I mean, I've, I've always, no matter what, because this is not my first job. In other jobs that I've had, I still, I I always, I always show love when when I'm post with with angle and angry people, and I still show love to everybody that I meet. But I think what's changed me about this particular job started four months ago is that, um. I, I mean, I, I've I've been around people from across the globe. Like as an international global messenger, there's right. ton, there's ton of us, and so like I I've interacted with you know people from Pakistan, people from Great Britain, from Zimbabwe, from um um Brazil, from um all over the from um. Kuwait from from all over the the globe, but this the f- fact that those people coming in from all over the world, I'm able to have fun with them. I'm I'm able to really show love when they're stressed not, and not yeah. in not in their 
comfort uh, zone, maybe. Yeah, not in the comfort oh, I, I, I want to say, say, say it nicely, but yeah, not in the comfort zone. Um, and I mean, there's, and, and there's also a lot of fun moments. So oh. I, I kind of, okay. so I'm, I'm so happy that you are happy with the job and everything. Yeah. And, um, you know, for the listeners out there, you know, there might be some young listeners that want to connect with you um, or ask you questions. And maybe, maybe you should have a show where you have some callers call in or, oh, you tweet know, in, tweet in, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, like like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a question and answer show. Right, because I think there might be some more questions. Oh, maybe oh, oh, maybe we could do like a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live and people can just hop on and Listen, I just learned how to do the FaceTime right now. So, <laughs> And yes, I put the word the in front of it. The FaceTime. Okay, on, on how would people, how, are, how can people connect with you on social media? What what? There's some avenues that they can go if they had to want to reach out to you with questions. Good question. So you could connect with me, do you listen um, at Podman Dan, P O D M A N D A N, at Podman Dan on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, just my name, just looking up my name. I, I'm not that active on there, but um, the main place, if you want to connect with me, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Podman Dan. You can email me. My email is on, is on the website. So Daniel at specialchronicles.com. Uh, Daniel at specialchronicles.com. You could also connect um, with Special Chronicles at Special Chronicles on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter at Special C Podcast. Um, and you can DM us there. Um, we don't really have a social media manager. So if you direct, if you DM Special Chronicles on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or YouTube. I will see it. I might not always. Okay, so, fantastic. Yeah. So listen, I'm I'm going to kind of turn this a little bit to a more serious note, and and I'm just I'm curious about this, and I think it's something that the the listeners would would want to know about this. So mm-hmm. we're we're dealing with this pandemic with the coronavirus is so serious and just yeah very heartbreaking worldwide yeah um, yeah this the world group, this as the world yeah. we're all suffering together yeah um as as a young man with disabilities how does and what can the coronavirus do and how can it affect you what what are things that you have to on a daily um basis have to worry about whereas people without disabilities don't have to worry about well it, it's and and I actually didn't fully understand until my mom and my dad explained it to me, um, and so um, that so m- my lungs have always and always have and always all and will and <laughs> all weak, and for so many of us with disabilities, all lungs are weak. And as one example, and then, and those other, I don't know that much about the coronavirus, but, but as based on what I'm hearing, um, like on the news and what I'm hearing and stuff is is that it's, 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 it's like in your, it's kind of like, it does attack the upper respiratory system. system, Yeah. And so because of that, for a lot of us with developmental delays and challenges and disabilities, it that puts us at a higher risk. So kind of, if you kind of think of, you know how like the, the saying that seniors are at a high risk? Well, I would say for those of us with disabilities, we're at a very high risk as well. So if, if we were to get it, it would be a lot, a lot worse. And so that's why... Um, that's why we'll, um, washing our hands with soap, um, a lot more than, I mean, not that we, we won't doing that a lot before because <laughs> I was, but we're doing it e- even more frequently. Um, and as well as using hand sanitizer, um, and we, we've been hearing all the time about the whole social distance thing. Hence why we are talking, we'll 
taping this show on FaceTime right now because, you know, <laughs> right. We can't, we can't, but it, well, well, yeah. Um, but so like, but the social, the social distance. And so even that's, we even have to, we can't, you know, do that. Uh, I mean, I mean, we, we, we can't be close to, you know, people cause you don't know who is affected by this. Exactly. And so that's why it's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> even looking at the, at the airport, like I, I was there for eight hours today. And so it's, yes, we're in contact with a lot of people. And so that's, it's, that's gotta be a frightening thing for you. It is. It is. It is. And it's gotta be frightening for your family to yeah. know that you you know, are at a higher risk level for anyone else, you know, because you have these underlying issues, yeah, underlying health issues to begin with. And, yeah. you know, I so that, you know, so, so hope, for hope for the best. Yeah. And I hope that all listeners, uh, when they hear us right now that you remember, like I'm sure all of our listeners, I'm sure, you know, somebody, whether it's myself or you know somebody else competing in Special Olympics, or somebody else with developmental challenges, that you remember us, that you that you make sure that we, even if we don't fully understand what is happening right now across our, our globe, that you that you remember to remind us. Not that we, I mean, we'll, a lot of us will remind ourselves and each other, but that you remind us to always remember to wash your hands all the time, use hand sanitizer, remember the six feet and social distancing. And, and not touch your face. Yeah, and not touch your because face. Because I'm sitting here right now touching my face, but again, I'm in quarantine, so I haven't left this room in days. So, um, but. That was one of the things that they say, don't touch your face. So it is a good thing that you're reminding your listeners, it's okay at this point in time to start being vocal and, and verbal and say, hey, don't forget to wash. Don't don't touch your face now. Don't, you know, and, and those are really, really smart tips. Yeah. To give, especially if, you know, underlying health issues exist. Yeah. Um, well, Daniel, this has been nothing but a, wonderful pleasure for me to be interview uh to be able to interview you and and maybe I sometime i'll have to well maybe we'll have to do this again and oh no i'll interview you you have a lot more questions oh, and i'll interview I have you a lot more questions oh okay, well, well i was gonna interview you but yeah. maybe yeah. maybe next time we'll, we'll, we'll have to go back and forth where you we interview could. me we, we could do story time story time yeah Story yeah, time. story time yeah. with Angela and Daniel. But did you forget a question? Uh, uh, which one? How does this new groundbreaking can benefit other companies? And uh, well, we kind of touched on that. We did. Did you forget the question uh, about what does inclusion mean to you? To well, me, what does inclusion mean to you? Well, I'm glad you asked. I asked that all the time. <laughs> I bet. I asked it all the time when we were in Abu Dhabi at the 2019 Special Olympics World Games, but I'll ask that again. No, I mean, um, you, you asked me that because <laughs> I yeah, asked. Yeah, what is it? What is, what does, you're, yeah, I'm curious to hear what you would say, what it means to you, because I think we would have two different answers. And then I'll ask you that same question. So, no. <laughs> so, inclusion means, I can't ask you a question. Okay. So, um, Inclusion means to me, it means unconditional love. It means that we have unconditional love for each other, that we accept each other no matter our differences, uh, and that we are one family and that no one's left behind. Now, Daniel, why don't you ask me that question? So, Angela, what does inclusion mean to you? It means accept, love, and respect. Accept. That's exactly what it means. Kind of basically what I said, kind of. Exactly, exactly. Accept, you know what? One thing that you must feel every day going into work is that you are accepted, you are loved, and you are respected by each and every one of your coworkers. 
And I think that's what makes it so wonderful to work for such a great company is because it's not only the great job that we do, it's the people that we work side by side with yeah. each and every day. They make me want to go to work. I don't know about you. Yeah, but it does. It makes me want to, yeah, it make, and, and yeah, it makes me go, want, want to go to work more than other jobs that, I, that I've had in the recent past few years. It's, which I think also then translates to the travelers and to our customers that fly with us, that fly on us, mm -hmm. on us, on United. And so, you know, yeah. Another thing that's going to happen to you is once you start using the flying benefits, once the dust settles and we get back up in the air again, yeah. you will have firsthand experience of different locations in the world and different airports. And that will help educate you to say, oh, you have a connection in Newark. Well, you're going to try to go here when you get there and you will know the airport. And that's part of the Help. job is, you know. Helping, yeah. Right. But not just at O'Hare. Yeah. It will be a different airport yeah. as well. I, and you'll learn that. Yeah. I am a little com confused at some of the airport codes. and, um, But, yeah. I, well, I'm, that takes time. Yeah. And as I, as I, um. Yeah, because I mean, I've I've never worked in aviation before, but yeah, as I, um, yeah, as I travel more, then we will. I I think that yeah, you'll see a lot of benefits um, when you do start traveling to help you do a better job in guiding and directing people yeah. in their travels. You'll yeah. definitely find that. Absolutely. Are you going to ask me about final thoughts on your overall time here today on Special Chronicles and this Unified at Work Special Chronicles podcast original series? Yes. <laughs> yes. You're not going to actually ask me the question? <laughs> yes. Your, your final thoughts on your overall time here today on Special Chronicles and this Unified at Work Special Chronicles podcast original series? Well, thank you, Angela. So my final thoughts is this is not cheesy at all. This is not cheesy at all. So, well, it's been a joy being on my own show. Your show. <laughs> and um, you were a awesome hostess. I've never heard that before in podcasting before, but hey. I, I don't hostess. know if that's a word, Daniel, but it's nice it, word. It is now. We can we yeah. make it up. <laughs> hostess. But it's yeah, it was a great conversation, and I think this this first part. I mean, this first part, people got to hear my journey. Um, coming up tomorrow, you guys, if you guys are listening to this, well, you can listen to this anytime. But part two, I I hope that you guys come back to this this series, this to hear Lowen's journey coming to United, and then you're going to hear Z's story coming to United, and Kyle's story coming to United, and then part five will be will be I am not telling you, listeners. You oh, I don't know. I'm waiting for the part five. The part five is what I'm most excited for. You do you know who that is? Yeah, you know who that is. I think I do, but I'm not going to. Spoil a surprise because that's a pretty big. That's going to be a super big show. So, listeners, stay subscribed, and um, it is going to be a big show. I don't know, <laughs> but stay. I, think it's, I don't know. Stay subscribed to this Unified at Work uh, podcast original series on SpecialQuanticles dot com, and we will let you know. So, all right. Yeah, we're well, fifty nine minutes. So that's a great way to end the show. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Daniel. It's been a joy. And we will, I'll let you get back to um, your night. And I'm going to go eat, you know. All right. And until next week, wait, I should have you say this. <laughs> we'll say it at the same time we member choose to include. But I'll let you kind of end the show that way. So you're going to say, until next week, we member choose to include. It's not in here. <laughs> it's because I'm telling you. I know I should have wrote it down for you. Until next week. We mimbo. We'll say it at the same time, but I'll let you. So until remember to include. We mimbo to choose to include. Choose to include. And be in and be be in be united. Oh, oh. be united. Oh. Be kind to one another. Take care. Stay safe. Stay healthy. God bless.
Until next week, we mimble choose to include Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. We thank our Special Chronicles board member and friend Darian Packard for her help in producing this podcast original series, Unified at Work. Daniel, in all sincerity, though, I think I should continue doing like a couple more interviews with you. Oh, yeah, you should. Hold on. Let me stop this.